Welcome to Primary Attribute, or an actual play Castles and Crusades podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the GM, and I use they, them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play Vons. Uh, Vons is the furry little fox, fel- fox folk fellow uh, who what does all the alchemist stuff. Um, we're both using he, him pronouns, and Vons is feeling kind of uh, nervous about his his friends over there where he can't quite reach them. Oh, wait. Are they still where he can't quite reach them? Yes, you're good. Okay. Um, I'm Erin. I play Erisine. Uh I use she or they pronouns. Erisine uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Erisine is a half-elf uh, socialite with a lot of knives and rope skills. And, um... <laughs> yeah, she's a... Uh, she's... She's not looking forward to some awkward conversations. Um, I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard who um, is crushing hard on one of the char- one of the other characters, <laughs> but not so hard that she's willing to cut out everybody else's heart. Um, I'm also uh, my pro- our pronouns are she and her, and um, I'm feeling very relieved that Cog appears to be. Um, out of immediate danger, but very concerned about what the hell is in the water. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the cobalt illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And right now, Grix is uh, uh, very overjoyed that uh, Cog is safe-ish <laughs> and uh, ready to get out of here. All right. And because I promised I'd flag these, Kelly's reference to Wealthy's uh, <laughs> level of dedication... <laughs> to a certain crush was a reference to the halloween episode it was just released like three days ago as of recording Um, Mm -hmm. kelly is very proud of her performance the non-canonical but off reference (laughs) gonna say that was just distinct enough (laughs) we should mention it so people aren't like did i miss several things (laughs) um all right so before we continue, before we forget, we would like to ask you to rate and review the podcast because it lets people find us. It makes us feel better. And also it is cool of you and presumably spreads good karma into the universe. You should also do it for all the other podcasts you listen to. It's mostly for our ego, but you go on, go rate and review us right now. We'll wait. I hope you were a fast typer because that's as long as we gave you. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Aaron, would you like to do the recap, please? Yes, I would. The entire episode was about Cog's rescue, which ultimately happened due to Vonza's enormous supply of magic glue permanently affixing the rope to Cog's shirt as he very nearly fell into the water. A few interesting things that happened along the way. One, when Grix cast his illusion at the water a ways away from the crystal, the crystal let a burst of magic off along the path of the magic which hit the water, bursting it into fire smoke. Strange magical effects happened nearly every round as we progressed through the rescue. 2. As Wealthy fastened the rescue rope around Cog, he slid off the ledge he was on, and she just barely managed to keep a hold of him. Erisine went down Wealthy's rope and locked her legs around Wealthy's waist, also trying to get a hold of Cog. It was only through these combined efforts that Cog didn't fully fall into the water. 3. Grix noticed during one of the magical bursts that the animal nearest to them in the water was actually a quadruped insect type with a body held above the water. Vons shot it with a light canister, which made its location apparent. Overall, a pretty, pretty, pretty 
cool episode. <sighs> yeah, I'll be honest. That was a really fun episode. Uh, that was that was really tense and exciting. And, I liked yeah. that it was. I liked that it was initiative, but not for combat. Yeah. It was almost a skill challenge, but this was far too complex. And also, mm-hmm. I'm not for sure I've actually run a skill challenge before. <laughs> Time was more important than most skill challenges. Um, but yeah, I'm glad it worked out. But all right, yeah. So you're in a room with a big crystal glowing core thing. Some sort of creature or creatures wandering around in the water below. And you all are on... So basically, there's a ground floor, second, third, fourth. One time, long ago, when the world was young... You came in on the fourth floor. Erisine biffed a jump, which caused you all to end up going down to the third floor, which is where you are now. Except for Jaspar, who's on a catwalk on the level on the second floor. And then the creatures are on the ground floor. You so far have not encountered any stairwells that lead between these levels, although it's a reasonable guess that they exist. And yeah, so... And Cog is glued to the side of the crystal. We still have to rescue him. Or, no, you, you you glued Cog to the rope. Thankfully. Okay, okay. So we're still holding think, the rope. So I think you pulled him up at the end of last episode. Yeah, we got we got yeah, everybody cause, up cause Grix uh, except Jasper. Okay. Right. Um yeah, so that's where Do you, you all are at. Cog would appreciate the engineering aspect of suddenly becoming a plumb bob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean probably. Yeah. Uh yeah, he'd uh, he'd wanna uh calculate the uh the angular momentum of uh the swing and the, the the period of uh rotation he didn't like the math around. though so <laughs> he can do a lot of math but well he does strike me as the you know construction guy who's <laughs> just like yeah this is level <laughs> yeah no you're right you're right you're right that's true he didn't want to do the math i'm sorry i was no but it was very fun was trying to do a thing <laughs> I, I could see grix wanting to do you the math. had fun and that's what matters. i had fun yes <laughs> but all right so yeah, um, you got Cog up with you. Don't think you've had a chance to examine him very much. And everyone else is scattered about. Vons, you are still across the fallen catwalk that leads out to like the outer perimeter catwalk versus the inner catwalk that's around the very core crystal that everyone else is on. Uh-huh. And yeah, you just managed to fucking shoot someone with a canister from <laughs> like a vial. Blue gun. Yeah, uh, from across a considerable distance. Half a football field, potentially. It, it was close. I, we were I think we roughly did the math, and it was... Yeah, it was It was a distance. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'm it, excited it was, it was about he's half showing some field. proficiency with this thing, finally. Yeah. Um, you didn't even misfire. <laughs> which is a nope, thing that misfire. can happen. <laughs> didn't uh, spatter a guy with a sandwich. It's, uh, it's coming up. It's Everything's coming up Vaughn's. Yeah, Jasper is going to be real jealous that he shot this guy with super glue. (laughs) Supposed to exploding sandwich. I I suspect Jasper's grateful that I didn't load it with super glue the first time. Probably, yeah. But okay, so... I mean, yeah, nobody's uh, nobody's super excited about the idea of having glass glued to them, right? (laughs) Still got to figure out how to get that off of uh, Cog. I feel like I remember that Grix and Erisine pulled Cog up last episode, which uh-huh. implies to me that Wealthy's still on a rope. <laughs> no, no, no. I said uh, the Erisine climbed up and pulled both up. Okay. I have that in my notes. Cool. So, Wealthy, you're uh, <laughs> untangling yourself. Well, untying yourself from this harness. 
uh, Cog has a harness super glued to him for certain values of harness at this point because it kind of <laughs> fell apart. Uh, I'm going to cut the uh, rope uh, on Cog uh, as close to Cog as possible so I can salvage whatever end of the rope there still is so I can send it down to Jaspar. Okay. Was Cog um, wearing a a coverall or a shirt of some kind? Is this stuck to him, or is it stuck to his clothes, or is it stuck to both? It is mostly stuck to his clothing. I okay, think the splatter good. was enough. Like one of his arms is probably kind of glued. Like it's gonna it's gonna rip out some fur, <laughs> or scales in Cog's case, or scales, or both, depending depending on, on where it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where Cog is on the spectrum. Cog is on the uh, fully. Draconic lizardy scale side of dragons. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. That or he waxes, I guess. <laughs> that is not an image I need. And yet, here we live with it together <laughs> in this horrible house I have built. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're cutting the rope. Um, you're gonna. I'm cutting the rope. You. How much? How much is left? Because you looped it around. And a bunch of it fell down. I'm going to say that you you now have a single standing, let's say, 10-foot piece of rope. Um, from. But but the the rope that I tied on, that so the way that I had constructed, like, Wealthy and Cog going down to right, that Right, because it was a loop that, like, went down and then came back yeah, up, Yeah, right? it was a loop that, like, it was, like, in, in half. Yeah. Um, so both halves... Right, and I guess you're using went down, and I guess you're using basically two fifty foot ropes for that because you had you know people on two different loops. I'd assume. So that would have been a full. So there's the fifty foot rope that went from that went across the span. Yeah, and then you had a hundred feet left between you and wealthy. Um, yeah. Or... So then there was a second. I thought one the span was went across the span. Mm, right. Okay, so you were basically working with one fifty foot rope for this. That's so right. I was working with one fifty foot rope. Okay, in that case, um, you now, let's just say both these side is twenty five feet, and then still, and that's still attached, and anchored properly. Um, and then for uh, for cog, let's say you lose the middle like five feet, so you have you have two. You have a twenty five foot rope, and I guess. And um, or I guess no. That, if, if it was yeah, contiguous. If it's all the same How rope. much did I lose <laughs> off the end? <laughs> well, you glued cog. You glued cog in the middle is the thing. So right. okay, you have a thirty-five foot rope and a ten foot rope, and you lose the middle. Lose five feet in the five span to where cog is glued to it and cannot be removed. Wait, why would Should it be in the foot middle? Rope? Because he was at the bottom of one of. Well, it's not actually in the middle. It's just he was math. at the end it's... of one of the that the ends. But I thought you lassoed him. With but there it. was a loop. No, we, it was a harness. We uh, yeah. Oh remember. yeah, but after he started falling out of the harness, I thought Erisine like had a loop that she dropped back yeah, over of him. Yeah, of the of that same of that same rope. Okay, the way I was understanding it last time was that you'd basically. Had one anchor point at the top, which I guess was basically the dead middle of the rope, so you could have equal yeah. amounts. That it went down, there was a harness, and that it looped back up, and you had the end up there as well. 
to pull no, them up. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. In that case, um, lose. Because, <laughs> yeah, he was pretty close to the bottom at that point. Lose 10 feet just to account for the loop. Okay. And all the glue. Okay. Okay. So you have a 40-foot rope. Okay. Perfect. And that that's that's kind of more like what my my picture in my head was. No, there's, that was my there... original picture in the my head, and then I got very confused when you're describing it. It sounds like sorry. So, no, it's all good. Um, no, I was always working with only two full like yeah up and downs. <laughs> yeah, and then it was knotted in the middle around the railing or yeah, whatever um around the rail okay yeah so now um, now dangling from the rail you have essentially 25 feet and and then uh and then like, fi- like 15, 15 feet yeah yeah um okay so i will um i want to get jasper back up so i will tie off the rope again make another harness that he can just kind of step into and like cinch up tight and uh we'll you know try to pull him back up okay um and i want to like use the rail as you know like a pulley like a a pulley yeah um cool so you get that he starts tightening it on uh everybody make wisdom checks i guess avons you get a plus two to this one for reasons reasons that i know or uh it's one of your don't spoil it again oh i just got a 19 well is this a good time to get a 19 it is um i got an 11 total i got a 14 so i add three uh plus two (laughs) i'm sorry grix three Three? and (laughs) three all right (laughs) but yeah sorry uh yeah so von so i rolled a 24 okay so yeah uh von's nails it and sorry, what did Erison get? Eleven and total. Wealthy got fourteen. Yep. Cool. Um, so in a group of people who are bad at wisdom, Vaughn's somehow <laughs> <laughs> runs with the ball here. Um so Vaughn's your ears Strangely clear headed for today. Yeah. Yeah, so Vaughn's your ears perk up, and as a fox folk and someone who has lived in a giant indoor space full of twists and turns and all of that, you've gotten pretty good at your directional hearing. And, like, accounting for echoes. Um, so you think you hear... So there's obviously still the, um... Oh, Grix, did you drop that illusion? Uh, okay. yes, yes. Yeah, because... Yeah, once once everything was safe... Yeah, and... your duration wasn't going to be that much longer yeah. anyway, relatively speaking. Um, because of the putting extra oomph into it. But, right. yeah, so, um... So you kind of... And you're over in a quieter part, like, you aren't talking to people. And you kind of twig to the fact that, um... So there's that, you know, splashing down below that appears to have quieted down a little bit. Uh-huh. But, or sorry, Vons is hearing this. Chris oh, is sorry. like, my friend, you're alive. Let us have <laughs> a dialogue <laughs> with you and a conscious person. So <laughs> more of a monologue. Um, and, but Vons, you think you hear from pretty close to, so the catwalk goes back towards the outer edge from where you are. And you think from kind of towards that outer edge and a little bit, quote unquote, south, you're on the west east wall right now. You think you hear some kind of clanking steps from some space that's obviously like the next room or something. 
uh, down kind of on your level, and then a few from the catwalks down on um, Jaspar's level, but still seems to be the outer catwalk and fairly far away. Um, and they're, they're rhythmic clankings. Oh, so I can hear somebody moving on the steps. Probably. Uh, like, if, yeah, if there's I... steps and there's rhythm, it's probably steps. Or, sorry. Yeah, um, it does... I'm... It does you remind you of I'm like hearing steps. It, it reminds you of someone walking in boots, albeit not the right rhythm for that. Um, okay. Yeah. So you're basically hearing from somewhere level below you and pretty far away to the south. Someone that sounds like they're out they on sound, one of those uh... catwalks. And then the other one is from kind of actually behind you. Like if you're facing the core, it's like back over your left shoulder. So east southeast kind of um and you think you hear something faintly echoing from over there but that doesn't sound like it's on that catwalk but it sounds like it's nearby okay. like it's through a doorway or something or down a shaft or whatever like it's coming from some other source and entering this room rather than can i am i uh discerning its altitude in relation to me yeah so the one that's kind of behind you is on your floor and the one that is out on one of the um, on one of the catwalks, pretty far to your left slash to the south, is one level below you. So there's two sources: one on your level, okay, in another and room or something, sound... and one out on the catwalks below you somewhere. Do they sound uh, deeper and bigger, or do they sound like little and like tinny? They sound heavy. Clinky. Yeah, and it um. I should clarify, it reminds you more of, like, you are wealthy stepping on stuff than Erisene, who I think has at least the heels on Erisene's boots are probably hard-ish. Or at least you've been around Erisene in hard heels and other human elf dwarf-esque creatures. Doesn't sound like shoes. Okay. So, you hear those things. What you do with that information is up to you. People over on the core. Or unless Bonds, you <sighs> yeah. want to do something now. I'm, um, I, I know I want to react to this, but knowing that everybody I'm concerned about right now is in front of me, that only leaves people I don't like very much behind me. Um, <laughs> strangers, Vaughn's greatest so... enemy, <laughs> someone with a public facing sales job. Well, there is that one badger fellow. Yeah. <laughs> he's not here right now Clive <laughs> well my buddy <laughs> so yeah Vaughn's is going to look over and say Clive is that you oh <laughs> uh, wait does Vaughn ha does Vaughn's have any reason to think that they could hear him uh were you saying that you think were you wondering if the things you're hearing can hear you or if your comrades across the uh the gap can hear you um I'll put it this way. If I were to communicate loud enough that my friends could hear me, do I have reason to suspect that the thing behind me could hear me too? Yeah, that thing behind you is pretty far away, but your friends are also pretty far away. And this is a big room without a lot of obstruction, so sound travels. Okay, so Vons is going to uh, get slinky and uh, tuck into a shadow somewhere. Okay. So you, you will have to leave your rope to do that, and you will have to go back to the main catwalk, which is a good distance behind you, probably like 100 feet behind you, and then Ooh, find feet. somewhere to slink. 
Uh, you do know there are a bunch of storage closets up on the north wall. That's a distance away from you, though. And that, like, room full of the looms. Uh, uh -huh. But along this wall so far, I think you've only encountered, like, there's monitoring machines and stuff, so there, there are shadows to be in. But there's not... Um... Well, I don't want to leave the rope too far. I want Vons to be able to get to it within like an action or so in that case you're gonna have to stay where you're at where there's really nowhere to hide you could like try uh. to get down and stay low you're already pretty small so you can basically like get on your stomach and i i want to yeah i definitely want to like minimize my appearance i want to be able to see them before they see me okay so you're like probably laying down on the catalog you're kind of facing the direction you're hearing the noise from but like you could reach out your arm and grab the rope in no time flat like so you're still right next to it okay you're just you've probably faced yourself that direction that you're hearing stuff right. from and i'm not in uh i'm not in super plain view of like from the doorway or whatever i'm it, it would be a distance away they they're far more likely to notice your friends especially because okay. you are not holding a light source if i remember right so no, you're not. kind of in shadow by default, actually. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. Right. Well, I imagine that if they're down here, they've got uh, means of seeing. What? <laughs> you don't just hear someone stumbling around and cursing every like 15 seconds. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and you said I heard footsteps, not the tapping of a cane or anything. So Fair. All right. So... Um, yeah, people that are over on that catalog thing, uh, who is helping Jaspar up, if anyone? Um, I I mean, I am. I'm, I was assuming that I was okay. the only one doing that. Uh, so roll a strength check, and Jaspar will also roll a strength check to kind of climb up the rope while you're pulling it so you don't have to go as far. Oh, uh, that's a nine. Yeah, Jasper's lifetime of poetry did not help him there. Uh, so this is going slowly, <laughs> just because like you're making progress. But it's the kind of thing where, like, you have to, like, yank it a few inches and, like, put your boot on it to act as a brake and then yank it like you're not. Yeah, that's kind of exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's moving furniture speed when the furniture is heavy. Um, yeah, so you're doing that. That'll take, like, a minute or two. Not forever, but um, people who are dealing with COG. That would be me and Greg. Yeah, the, the, what little the we dude's do. not, yeah, the dude's not moving. Um make an intelligence check both of you to see if you can determine what kind of shape he's in oh that would be a 16 that would be a 22 all right um wealthy you pretty quickly find that he has an external injury that was bleeding on his head something split his scalp open like it's not gaping or anything but something hit him on the head what kind of thing you don't know because shockingly this is not csi <laughs> um <laughs> and uh Grix, you've seen a lot of industrial accidents over the years, just from, you know, people getting hit by heavy things, people falling off stuff, all of that. People randomly losing their arms. Yeah. 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 So um, this is in line with injuries you've seen before. Uh -huh. uh, but the other thing you notice right away is you are able to quickly assess that Cog is still breathing, but... You know, you like give him a pinch and stuff, and this guy is out cold. You don't know if it's a concussion, yeah. something worse, something better, but yeah, he's not cognizant. Yeah, and you're not gonna. God damn it! <laughs> and... Quit. 
but yeah, mostly. Sorry. Mostly. I don't know why I had such an intense reaction to that. Mostly that he is in a state where, like, if you had something particularly offensive to his particular nose, smelling salts or whatever the cobalt equivalent is, um, you might be able to wake him up. But even that you think is kind of dicey. Like, the breathing is shallow but steady. He is totally limp when you're moving him around. Like, he is hanging okay. on, but he is not going to walk out of here. Even if you take him. And I didn't determine that it was, like, a neck injury and we should never should have moved um, him to begin with. I, I right? think you kind of, you feel along <laughs> and uh, you're pretty sure there's no, from what you can tell at least, there doesn't appear to be a neck injury. Like, okay, it's not sure, at sure. a weird angle. Um, you don't feel anything out of slot. Um, yeah. I'm certain Vaughn has uh, something to uh, uh, sniff. I'm going to look up yeah. and I'm going to... Yeah, Vaughn's got to have something to sniff. Go. Where is Vaughn's? Hey, he's on the other side of the uh, thing. Or... I, I don't um, see him. One second, wealthy, before I have you make an int check. Or a check or whatever to find him. Well, I look up a thing that I'm pretty sure I've been getting backwards, and I want to make sure I'm right or wrong. And uh, I, I did pass, um, I did pass out. What was it? One or two hero potions. Um, you mean the uh, the uh, aid? Yeah, aid. Yeah, which gives a temporary HP boost. Um, right. Okay. So, so uh, just in case something happens. So, Wealthy, you aren't actually able to see very far, because you have Dusk Vision as a halfling, right. which only works Which only works outdoors. outside. Yep. So, I can't see anything. I can't see him. He should be over there. He should be making noise about wanting to be over here, and I'm not seeing... Uh, where's Vaughn's? Mm. 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 All right, uh, Grix, you are walking along. Yeah. Yeah, I go. I go over and see. Uh, can... I guess, uh... Grix, roll one d4 for me, and Vaughn's roll the other. That's the dagger. Ooh, I only rolled one. one. Hey! Twinsies. Oh, we're one buddies? Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, That bodes well. Yep. (laughs) Cool. So, uh, Grix, you... It takes you a long time, relatively speaking, to walk back to a point where you're close enough to Vaughn's that, like, your dark vision fully kicks in. But I think if you kind of squint across that gap and let your vision adjust a little bit to even more shadow, because it's kind of beyond the range of your just, my dark vision just works. Um, Right. uh, You see that Vons is huddled on the ground, looking at something that is not you or the rope. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Psst, everyone, 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 get down, get down. There's something, something weird. Vons is, uh, is acting strange. <laughs> Do you want... Have I managed to get <laughs> Jasper up um, by now? You're about or... to finish with that. Like he's roughly below the level of the platform now, because um, this happened relatively quickly. I-, I think Jasper is like he's able to like grab onto the railing. And you're kind of dealing with the last few steps of this at this point. Like yeah. his chest isn't high enough to get over, but he can really help now because he can brace on something. Um, real quick, uh, Grix. You are really far. Yeah, you are far away from both these people. So oh, okay. you need to either so spend to time walking back, or you're going to need to shout, probably, or at least stage whisper, which probably wouldn't help very much. I will project stage whisper because Grix. That's what Grix would do. All right. Is is Grix going to realize that Vons doesn't have the same ability? Apparently not. 
So, uh, Grex, you are... Oh, Vons does have ghost sound in his spells, but I don't know how that works when it comes to alchemy. <laughs> you, you have that as an... <laughs> that is one of the spells you have as an inherent ability as a fox folk. You could just cast it once per day, as if you were, like, a level one wizard or whatever it says on there. Um, ah. So it does not use a concoction. It is just... But I don't think you can make words with ghost sound. Or at least not super coherent kind of? ones. Um, we can look it up if you decide to use it. I think it can make sound f- the equivalent of like up to four people worth. But I'm not sure how coherent it can be. Um, but it's not yeah. communication is the idea, right? Right. It's not message. Like, no. I guess spookiness is uh, a form of communication. But anyway, <laughs> so Grix, what are you saying across this? large gap to Vons. Hey Vons, Vons, what's up? What's uh what's going on over there? Something wrong? Uh, uh. Vons not being able to verbally reply is going to point, but like real short arm pointing. Okay. Um Grix, you look that direction, but it is just way out of your vision range. Um Okay. Well you don't see anything. Like Okay. Well my assumption is that this means that the giraffe spiders can climb. Um, so I'm I'm scared. Please don't confuse the listeners any further by calling them giraffe spiders. <laughs> with their not long necks. That calls to mind their lack very of long neck. legs. Um, when I hear giraffe spider, I think of the leg length more than neck. But yes. Um, Vons and Grix roll a d6 for me. Trying to decide if the D6 is uh, a D6? good thing to roll. Okay. Five. One. All right. Cool. So, uh, yeah, Vaughn's points. You didn't see anything. Um, as this happens, Jasper is swinging his leg over that railing and, you know, stands there and starts untying himself. Thanks. I'm going to not fully untie Jasper. Uh, from the harness, um, I'm just gonna loosen the harness so I can put it around um, Cog again. Yeah, um, Jasper actually brought some stuff with him to carry Cog. One of which is probably basically a board that was in a few pieces. Um, so he's gonna start setting that up. The harness is still useful because he does need to be strapped to this thing, regardless. Um, I just think that, like, to just to get him over. It would mm, be better to right. just... Right. I think as soon as you point that out, Jasper's like... Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you're tying with harness. You're gathering up some rope. Uh, Grix, what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna... Oh, well, sorry, real quick. Wealthy, what are you doing? Um, I... As soon as Grix said lay down, I just went flat beside Cog. Oh, did you yell that back, Grix? Sorry. Uh, I did. I did. And I'm... And then yeah. I messaged. Yeah. Because I, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize how far I'd come, but I, I turned around and I did yell that back. Okay. And that was in addition to talking to Vons. Okay. Yes. Um, in that case. Yeah, uh, roll <laughs> another d6 for me, please. Fuck. Both of you. Both Vons and Grix. Okay. Be better than one this time. Oh, shit. That's okay. I've got many d6. All right. One. Fuck. <laughs> Grix. My dice are broken. I said oh, five. I didn't hear you. Five. Cool. Um... <laughs> So, as Jasper is standing there and you guys are getting the rope on to Cog, uh, I guess Erisene, Wealthy, and Jasper all make wisdom checks. Okay, I'd like to be wise just once. <gasps> oh, God! Nat 20! I got a 2. That's a 25 total! 
Do we have a sound effect for? God no, not air horns. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry. What did Wealthy get? Wealthy got a five. Two on the dice. Wealthy doesn't know what the elf and half elf on the party just got really alarmed and looked down at. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Aristine, you're you're both the traps person, and though these folks don't know it, cough cough. <laughs> and or a reminder um an assassin you have a lot what? of situational awareness going on mm-hmm. you hear something stepping on the catwalk area that you basically just pulled jaspar up from it sounds heavy mm-hmm. and it sounds like it's kind of shifting around um and yeah so you, you know something is down there also make an intelligence check um, I rolled a three plus three. Cool. And it is a primary attribute, so uh, that's a six. So you're not sure what it is down there. And when you look down there, you don't see anything. Um, Jaspar, however, <laughs> immediately puts a finger to his lips and then makes a very awkward semi-spider <laughs> hand like signal. Like it's a spider Hand motion. It's more just one hand, and he's kind of wiggling the fingers up and down, but same difference. Oh, gross. Um, yeah. <gasps> and I think he kind of, you know, stands close. What do we do? Aracena's like, okay, just um, get out your sword, I guess. Great. Or do you want me to carry Cog? Or do you want to carry Cog? It doesn't matter. We have to just... Okay, you can... F- you can fight, though. I'm carrying Cog. <laughs> he scoops okay. up Cog and the rope. Okay. Wealthy, you don't know what these fuckers are doing. <laughs> what the hell? I'm like... <laughs> Does Wealthy actually like... say that? <laughs> well, when suddenly when suddenly Rick, uh, Cog is picked up, yeah, I'm like, what the hell? I look up at Jasper and... <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Wealthy! No! Uh... Wealthy, No! You all hear, you know that keening screech from earlier? <laughs> Y'all hear one of those from about, you know, 10 feet away and 10 feet over. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Vons, roll 2d6 for me. <laughs> oh, and this, this has gone well so far. Um, oh, double fives. Do I get out of jail? Ian, are you about to TPK us? I would never do that to you. Bonds, make another... Uh, <laughs> uh, make another um, wisdom check. Please add uh, 2d4 to your roll. Okay. All right. Here's the d20. Ooh, that came up with a 7. And then here's a d4. 4 on that one. And 2 on that one. So that gets you to 13. So the wisdom check would uh, add the level bonus. Mm -hmm. So that's 10. Sorry. You you were starting from 13. So, well. Or sorry. So you got 13 just on across all the dice. And then what's your level plus your wisdom? Uh, Three. So. Okay. So that gets you to 16. 16. You think you hear that thing that was on your level getting closer? And moving faster, but you're not actually sure where it is exactly, besides not right next to you. Like, it's echoing around the room. There was that screech. It was great. Um, all right. 
Huh. So Vaughn's being all uh, nervous from the screech is going to get out his uh, his glue gun and um, what load it with. You know, he's he's actually going to um, he's going to prepare obscuring mist. He's got uh, one concoction of obscuring mist uh, okay. gas sitting here. Are you going to? say if you want to use that next to you you can just open it like you don't need to yeah, shoot yeah, it out like, of the cannon uh, just so you know because the... i i should ask uh because there's not I, I didn't look it up but does obscuring mist work in the dark <laughs> that's all fine well you aren't in you technically aren't in complete darkness but right if the concern is for these uh these spider things i know spiders are very um at least IRL spiders are very uh, movement, uh, vibration, and sight-based predators. So, oh, this is fun. Normally this is not ranged. Um, not that you're going to use it ranged in this case, but anyway. Quote, a stationary misty vapor arises around the caster and obscures all sight, including special visions beyond 5 feet, but within an area of 25 by 20 by 10 feet. Link with pipe. Um, creature five feet away has one half concealment, and creatures further away have total concealment. So, yes, it even works against dark vision. Okay. That probably cuts both ways a little bit. <laughs> well, Vons has good hearing to go by, I guess, and... <laughs> oh, be careful. It doesn't function underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, you know, don't oh, fall no. in large bodies of water if they use it. So, it's a different spell called Ink Cloud. <laughs> Something tells me that Vons doesn't care for swimming. You would have very little opportunity to do it anyway, so. Yeah. All um, right, well, we're, we're as prepared as we're going to get if that is if that is what is coming. All right, so you have that in your hand. Uh, cool. Air, scene, wealthy, and Grix. Mm-hmm. Are you running to the ropes now? Are you being quiet? Are you going a different direction? Um from where you were last time there is a catwalk on the other side but the end of it was cut off on the outside so it's sagging down and it's more on the level of the level below you mm. um so our, our like our only easy way across is back where Vons is you can either is. go across the ropes where Vons is or you can maybe go around to the other side go down the sagging catwalk and jump um from this direction, you don't think it would be a super hard jump, at least not for the medium-sized creatures, although carrying weight makes it more complicated. Um, you also don't know how steady that catwalk is, given that it's already stacking pretty far. Hmm. I guess we should just go back to the other... I, I think we should just go back to Vaughn's. Okay. Um, what speed are you going at? Um, How far around is the... Like, how far? how far are we from where we started to where so including the, across the road at our end of the catwalk okay um like 100 feet including like going back around the crystal a little bit and um and over wait sorry i i want to know how far it is to to like the 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 broken end of the catwalk on our side yeah that's about 100 feet total including because you're circumnavigating the crystal and then you're going down the catwalk to that broken end okay okay yeah okay it might be a little bit less. Um, yeah, I guess we'll just. I I, I feel like we should run. Yeah, oh, I'm okay. good with that. All right. Um, 
Okay, so if you are just booking it, then you move at four times the normal movement rate. So, yeah. Um, keep in mind, you cannot run and move quietly unless you are <laughs> unless you are Aerosene, and even then it is very difficult. Um, but yeah, so you guys are just running straight up. Um, I know Vons can make it. I know Aerosene can make it. I think Jaspar is slowed down a bit by carrying Cog, because it's awkward, but dude's got long legs. He could make it. Wealthy, what's your movement speed? Uh, I believe... 20. Okay, uh, you are... You're going to be lagging about 10 feet behind everyone okay. else by the time... Yeah, okay. okay. We get there. Uh, Alright, so... um, Yeah, you guys make it to the catwalk. Uh, Vons, roll a d6 for me, please. Oh, this has gone well so far. Why not? Um... <laughs> One. Jeez! How is this, like... You need to change yeah. <laughs> d6 dice! No, I do. I am. I'm. Uh, I need a uh, a trip to Card Kingdom. I think. So not sponsor of this channel, but hey, if you guys want to talk, <laughs> um, Vons, you know those big, heavy steps that are moving around. You hear them coming down the catwalk towards you, towards at a me. Relatively decent clip, and you can kind of feel the vibration now a little bit. It's not like you're. You know, there isn't a fucking Jaeger walking along the catwalk next to you, but right. But at this uh, at this distance, can I tell how many footsteps there are? Uh, you think based on the rhythm that you think uh, there's there's four things that are stepping, and you would guess. I think I'm just gonna give this to you because I think Foxwolk have a little bit more of an instinctive like because you listen all the time. This reminds you more of the quadrupeds you have met, rather. Okay. Than, so yeah. Okay, Sweet. so um, <laughs> so this isn't just like oh, like I'm not lucking out. This is not two uh, heavy people coming my way. This is one of these things that we've been catching glimpses of. Um, I'm trying to remember how much of this Vaughn's personally has seen, and like how much personal awareness he has, considering he's been on the other side of the room and all. Um. Calling it a room sounds uh, quaint. Other side of the room from? From the rest of the gang who've been observing these things. Oh, this is on, to be clear, the, the sounds are on your side of the catwalk. Right, right, right. right. So I get I get this, uh, I, get, I get my own <clears throat> personal encounter. Yeah, and, and you um, saw the thing get outlined. Um, right. So, you know, oh, that's right. He, he did stick it with the light. That's right. Yeah, and then so. it got hit by the other thing that like fully washed over it and basically made it glow for a second um you, you also see actually your, your friend with the light appears to be moving towards the south rather swiftly but is still down on the first floor uh does anybody have a an an understanding of how many of these things we've seen so far uh you I'm, saw many well, i'm sure, or I'm sure under one of us does yeah grix got a pretty rough count and it was a lot more than two more okay. than three Oh, um, okay. Probably like a half dozen. <sighs> I think it was like six to twelve. Great. Yeah. Oh, you mean before? Before, before. on the down. Yes, on the yes, walk. yes. Okay. I thought just now, and I was like, yeah, what are you uh, talking about? They're, they're just all okay. stacked yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of each other, so only one of them is walking. Okay. Um, yeah. So, what you doing? Okay. Vons? So, so here's my thinking. I'm. I don't want to engage this thing especially if there's numbers of them and i i don't know how strong they are so, so i think you know uh, there's only what? one on your level from your hearing sure um i'm on the second 
level. Is that is that my correct? Yes. Of catwalk. Yep. Okay. There's a level About, below you, uh, and a level above you, but a level above you only has that perimeter catwalk, not a catwalk sticking out like yours. Um, right. Cool. So, uh, and how far is the surface below me, which I understand to be water? Yeah, because the catwalk on your level essentially runs like east-west on either side of the crystal. Catwalk below you runs north-south. Um, so there's no catwalk below you. So the surface below you, like the top of the water, 30 feet, 40 feet, probably closer to 40. Okay. I'm going to try a distraction technique here. Okay. I'm going to take one of my concoctions of small explosive. Okay. And I'm going to hurl it off the catwalk. Uh, will it explode over water? Um, because it normally has to break. Or in right? water? Because normally I think I was okay. thinking this is something that needs to break. Um, if it hits water hard enough, that that is frequently the case with a lot of these. They need to open or break in yeah, some way. You, yeah, you could uh, you could kind of. Basically, gently set the lid on it and like drop it. It'll probably get far enough before it explodes. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I, I think the water would probably slow it down just enough that it wouldn't hit the bottom. It's not heavy enough and like aerodynamic okay. enough because it's it's or, either that or I try to fling it against a, an adjacent wall just above the water level. Okay, that would be relatively easy because you can just kind of hook shot towards the wall below you and then it has 30 40 feet to hit something hard yeah um, yeah so even with your not fantastic strength you could probably do it right so yes this is my goal to uh to create noise elsewhere that is going to attract these things okay uh so you're gonna do that I guess make an attack roll that'll use your base to hit plus your dexterity in this case. So your your base to hit is plus one. Okay, my base to hit is plus one. So I, I add that to what an attack roll is that a d twenty? Yeah, d twenty. That plus one, and then plus your dexterity modifier. Okay, dex is also a prime attribute. Okay, I got an eight on the d twenty. Okay. So adding the one is the nine, and then my level is three. Makes you don't add your level; you just add your dexterity modifier. Oh. Okay. Where is my dexterity modifier? Ah, my dex mod is plus one. So that gets you to ten. So that gets me to ten. Hey everyone, as you're standing, yeah, on the other side of this rope, uh, who's getting knotted on to go along first? Tied on. Um, cog. cog. Okay. And Did I catch up? You're, you're catching up as they okay. tie Cog on, I think. Um, and someone has to go with Cog, right? Uh, yes. Should be someone light. I'll go with okay. Cog. So you kind of get everyone strapped on. And as you're tying Grix's knots, I think, because Cog's just kind of cinch, then you start tying on Grix. Um, mm-hmm. There's an explosion uh, on the outside wall, the direction you're facing, and about 10, 20 feet down. Uh-huh. Ah. And it echoes through this room. Oh. Cool. Rather gnarly Lee. Alright. So I'm like, oh fuck, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then I'm going to observe the uh the movement that I've been hearing. Okay. Um roll a roll a wisdom check because you're listening, and that's just wisdom straight up for everything. 
Got an 11 plus zero on that. Okay. Well, um, plus uh, three for level uh, 14. Your ears are ringing. It's, you can't really tell. Um, you can hear that there's uh, a lot of movement in the room now, but like the directions and stuff are not being your friend. Uh, Grix, roll yeah. a strength check for me. All right. Cocked. Uh, 16. Okay. Um, you are getting across at a decent clip. You're dragging Cog, but Cog is light. Right. Um, all right. So you're getting across. You get about halfway across. Yeah. Uh, Vaughn's, you can make another hearing check if you want. Oh, and he does. He's uh, he's quite <laughs> he paranoid wants. at the moment. Well, and always. Ooh, I rolled an 18 on that one. All right. Um, as far as you can tell, you hear a decent amount of splashing from down below. You, But whatever was near you appears to have stopped. You don't hear its footsteps going either way. Okay. Oh, that actually reminds me. I, I forgot to roll something. <laughs> and your your small explosives is level one, right? Yeah. You threw it against the wall. Well, hell. <laughs> I rolled the most complicated result. Oh, good. Sure, everything's fine. Complicated doesn't necessarily mean bad. I mean, it could. This is a very large table, and I know I made this bed for myself, and I'm still sad. <laughs> oh, good. <clears throat> I rolled one of the hardest things to get to. <laughs> it's a messy bed, and you're in the damp spot. Uh, I mean, it depends on why it's uh, Adam! Somewhat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nobody knows how it got that way. There are any number of options, Don't and wait. all of them are gross. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are more fun than others, but all of them are gross. Huh? Well, exactly. That's, it's a complicated table. It's a big table, many possibilities. Some of them, I'm sure, are gross. Some are probably more fun. Some of them might just be spilling Mountain Dew in your bed. You know what? Fuck doing it this way. Um, one sec. Uh-oh, I think they're consulting the real books. I would never. How dare you? I'm hearing many dice. I should have thought through how I was going to roll this. I'm sorry. You're fine. Basically, all these options are bad, and I'm mad at the one I just did, so throwing that one out, which is going to make things shorter. Um, all right. You know what? Uh, Vaughn's roll a d10. Okay. I'm I'm sure nothing nothing bad could come of this. Seven. Interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. If anything, my D10s seem to roll reasonably well much of the time. Okay, and then I need a uh, D12 roll. Let's say from wealthy. A D12. Okay. Yep. Right here. Interesting. That interesting. Would be a six. Well, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Vons, you, you throw your explosive device. It goes off, burst of like magic and shards of glass and fire. And then standing there is a creature that, or rather, explosion happens. One of those bolts of magic, a rather large one, shoots out of the uh -oh. core and hits like the ground where the explosion was. And then as kind of both of those clear, uh, wealthy, make an intelligence check. That would be a 20, 15 on the die. Cool. Uh, you are, have the best book knowledge of creatures that you've never seen before. Okay. Which means you're able to figure this one out. <laughs> you're pretty sure that's a bronze dragon. Oh, God! Oh. And it is like... I just go... Eep. 24 feet long. It is shimmering. Oh. With the, uh, like, that same kind of 
translucent magic as the uh, as the core, and it looks confused and angry. Uh, um, cool. What are y'all doing? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, actually, Grix, uh, make a check to get across. Okay. Can I take this asterisk off of my explosion <laughs> thing now? Uh, no. <laughs> No. Wow, that wasn't even the asterisk one. <laughs> no, because you had more. Actually, you had more than one, right? I had two. Yeah. Uh, roll told a, me to put an asterisk on uh, on the top one. Go on. Uh, roll a d six. Roll a d six. Six. Okay. You have used the one without the asterisk. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, I'm I. Uh, Vons is perplexed. Um, Keep in mind, you did his... see a, you did see a bolt of magic from the uh, core hit that area as well, which doesn't necessarily so when explain we say the core, the big giant crystal in the middle of the room. All right, okay. it's not the core core. It's just been the easiest way to refer to. It. Sure, big energy pillar crystal. So, great. Um, so, uh, Grix got a nine for strength check. Okay, Grix, you have made it across, but not up onto the uh, catwalk yet. Vons, there's a group okay. next to you. Vons! <laughs> Vons, what you doing? Grix! <laughs> ah, deal with that, deal with that. I'll, I'll take care of, I'll take care of Cog. All right. Vons, how are you dealing um, with that? <laughs> uh, Vons is going to interrupt and say, um, scary thing that way, uh, pointing in the direction of the, of the movement that is supposedly stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I'm going to advise that he um, get that aid potion handy. Um, okay, do you want You gave me aid potion too, correct? I I think I passed uh, out what aid potions I had. There were two of them. Yeah, so probably Grix and Ericene. That sounds right, because Grix has like no hit points and Ericene has like no hit points. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seen is currently at one, one hit point. It's the only last one that matters. Yep. <laughs> it's not a good hit. What's the problem? <laughs> Um, yep. Okay, do you want to do any physical so, actions with your turn beyond advising, Grix? Uh, yeah, I want to get my, um, yeah, I want to get my, uh, crossbow ready, or I have a, um, I have a light crossbow. Okay. So you pull it out and load it. And can I apply poison to the bolt? Not this round. Okay. Or you can either, you can either apply poison or load it this round. You can't do both. Sure. So I will load it this round. Okay. And just kind of dip the vial awkwardly on the tip, or pour it over it, or whatever later. Uh, yeah. If I if I find the time, in the okay. meantime, at least I've got a loaded weapon ready. Yeah. And other than that, um, he's just full of nervous energy and ready to move. Yeah. All right. But wants to. Yeah. Cool. So I guess top of the round, uh, Grix. Are we doing initiative yeah. or no? We're sort of doing initiative. I'm going back and forth between the two of two groups and then okay. the other stuff in the room. Okay. I was just sense. making sure yeah. that I understood what what how how this was. Yeah, working. it's 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 a round robin. Um Okay. The silent initiative style okay. works very well for radio. Yeah. Um, so uh I'm gonna I'm gonna drag Cog and I up onto the, the platform. Okay. Uh, yep. Catwalk. You get up there. You're still tied on, but you have a cog up there. Cool. Um, then I'll work on untying us. Yeah. So you get started on that. Vons can potentially help you. Speaking of which, Vons. Mm. Mm-hmm. What you doing? 
well if i've got uh, if i've got the opportunity uh yeah i think uh so the rest of the the crew is still over at the other side of the rope on the catwalk yep you have a cog you have a grix you are missing Jaspar, Aracene, and Wealthy. Uh, I don't really want to split the party, but I know that uh, Grix is vulnerable, so I'm going to stick with the more vulnerable situation. No, 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 because Cog and I, Cog and I are, the dragon won't bother us. It'll go after you all first. Oh, true, true, because, uh, yeah, kobolds are like dragon we, we smell like dragon, it's not going to care about us. Okay. I guess, uh, can I observe, uh, the, the room, hear what the, the creepy crawlies are up to? Yeah, um, so, you kind of thinking about it now, um, actually make another wisdom check to kind of gauge wisdom how far check. you get. I rolled a 17, plus 3 is 20. Okay, damn. Um, you, uh, <laughs> so, you heard, you were pretty sure that thing had stopped. Then there was a dragon and an explosion, or then the thing seemed to have stopped. Um, you hear there's more movement, mostly on the catwalks below you. Um, it appears to be kind of in several directions. <laughs> uh, and then the thing that was next to you, I think you hear it kind of shifting around, like little steps. But it doesn't appear to be getting any closer to you. Um, and there's a lot of splashing in the water below that appears to kind of be moving in a line to either the south or the east. I was hoping for a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Vons doesn't want to make himself any more apparent to either the crawlies or the, the dragon. Um, okay, so you just so keep hiding. He's, yeah, he's going to stealth as much as he can. Okay. Um, do you want to load your weapon? Or poison your weapon? Yes. Uh, you know what? Yeah, we're going to try that. Okay. Um, so you... It's a level one poison. Cool. Uh, you put it on. Your bolt. No problem. You have poison handling, even though I forgot to write it on your sheet. So you don't have to worry about poisoning yourself on accident while using poison. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> Small yeah, cut, I would hope so by now. Bonds knows how to not, you know, pull the cork out with his teeth from the vial. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's tricky because you get a little bit on your paws and then you want to lick them clean. <laughs> Thanks, Bonds. <Nah. laughs> You say Vons knows to use a rag and then get rid of the rag. <laughs> Situations like this. Um, all right. So that was the outside crew, or that was the inside crew and the outside crew. So your uh, your dragon friend appears to get somewhat oriented, roars in a way that is incredibly loud, <laughs> and Vons, your ears are ringing again. I think everyone your ears aren't quite ringing, but it's just that moment after a loud noise of like what sound? Yeah. Um, and it uh, it was almost too big for the catwalk anyway, and it jumps off the side and flies upwards to your level, but not necessarily at you. It's basically going straight up, and Wealthy, make another int check. That would be a 10. Including your level and stuff? Yep. Something is tickling at the back of your mind about bronze dragons, Aww, but nuts. you don't remember what. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm going to let you try there, again I'm sitting there, you're, you're ransacking your brain I'm sitting there going oh man what is it yeah um cool and then let's see <laughs> it's right there on the tip of my tongue what the cool um let's see and then what was it gonna do I don't I don't suppose there's such a thing as super <clears throat> friendly dragons that love to eat quadrupedal spiders 
Well, I'm going to ask it. I'm like, it's up to my turn. Um, because I guess you were getting... You can yell at the dragon this round if you want, as you're... Because I think you're actually untying yourself this round, or you or yeah. you, you got yourself up, but there's a dragon. You can call out to it as yeah. it kind of starts flying in the okay. air. As much as it can, it's very much kind of an awkward hovering, like, as it rises up. Because even right. with all... Like, there's enough space in the room it can do this, but its wingspan is really big. <laughs> and there's right. a big core um, in the center of the room. Right. So it actually has enough space to do its full wingspan, but kind of only just. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to call out, uh, Hey, uh, sorry, sorry, we, uh, we, we we really didn't mean to be in here. We're, we're terribly sorry. Uh, it was an accident. We came to get our friend. He's hurt. Uh, now those critters down below are trying to eat us, uh, and we just want to go back. And I say all this in Draconic. Okay. Uh, you get back in Draconic that booms through the room. Where am I? Oh, uh, you're in a you're in a mountain, and uh, we're flying, and uh, it's everything's okay uh, except for those spider things that are down below. Cool. Uh, <laughs> let's see, Griggs, make a charisma check. Uh, let me check a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ericene also speaks Draconic. All right, you hear this conversation along with the question of where am I and Griggs's response. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I got a uh, 12 highlighted stat. All right. Grix, you feel... Or actually, we'll get to that next round. All right. Cool. Okay. Uh, new round. Inside groove. That includes Grix and uh, Ericene and all those. So, Grix... What? Grix and Ericene aren't on the same side? Sorry, quote unquote. Yeah, you're right. So, I guess... Which one of you wants to go first, given that Grix is busy untying things? They should go first. Okay. Cool. Uh, Ericene, wealthy... You are on the inside. Grix is still untying Cog and himself from this rope. What do you want to do? Um, so I can see the the bronze dragon, right? Yeah, it's outlined in that same. You didn't floor. ask me to if if I wanted to do anything last round. Okay, did you I'm... want to do anything last round? Sorry. No. <laughs> okay. Just mentioning that you didn't. It just would have been nice like, to ask. You sort of skipped everybody on the inside. Wealthy got an in check. I wasn't. Wealthy, did you want to do anything too physical? No, I was assuming no, you were both basically physical to do. I mean, except except gape at a dragon. I'm gonna say I'm kind of assuming you both are essentially waiting in an elevator right now. Yeah, kind yes. of. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, maybe a, maybe a little bit more fidgety and yeah. pointy, but you know. Yeah, but all right. So, uh, Ericene, what do you want to do? Um, I. How can you remind me how far it is down to the next uh like catwalk area? Yeah. Um there's no catwalk directly below you while standing here. If you go back to that center area, um like where it's going around the crystal. I mean like how 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 far is it between floors? 15 20 feet. 15 20 feet. Okay. Um I want to yell to the dragon um, and be like, because I speak Draconic, um, I want to be like, can you help us? You get a, with what? (laughs) We're trying to get back to the other side. Make a charisma check. (laughs) Huzzah! (laughs) Um, where? Ooh. Um, I rolled... 19 plus 6 is 25. All right. 
Do you want to ride me like some common horse? Uh, I'm like, no, uh, you could pick us up in your claws. That's all I'm hoping for. I don't want to ride you. That would be weird. That sounds much more. It's not until the third date. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, that's not an yeah. specifically. That wasn't an Aerosene slutty joke. That's just a... And uh, Grix, what do you want? Or Wealthy, do you want to do anything? Actually, make your in-check again. My in-check again. Okay, just a second. Uh, that's an 8 on the die, so that's a 13. You think you remember that bronze dragons are... Good dragons. Combative. Ah, shit! Com- <laughs> combative. But in an honorable, like, I challenge you to a duel sort of way. <sighs> okay. Um, and... That there are more tales of them helping people than not, relatively speaking, but they're also a fucking dragon, and so they tend to not pay much attention to puny things like you. Um, is there anything else you want to do with your turn in terms of like physical actions or casting something um, or whatever? No, no. Um, I don't have anything I can do. Uh, but beyond, uh, I'll tell Ericene, um they're they're often more helpful than they are um not but they're very honor bound so i don't i don't know how to get them to do what we want to get him to do what we want him to do okay Ericene's like i can i think i can do it all right um and then grix and vons yeah does the dragon respond to my you explained that you wanted to leave right and you told yes. that it was inside a mountain and yes and that the spiders were potentially dangerous okay um right that's what i was gonna do uh grix you feel magic washing over you that appears to be kind of probing your mind but in a very gentle way if you want to try to resist it that's a wisdom saving throw uh i will not resist it because i assume that this is the dragon dragons are magic okay uh and that if it wants to see that i have no ill intent towards it i'm i'm showing that and then uh grix what do you do besides that Besides having a thing happen to you. Uh, once Cog and I are both untied, uh, I will uh, uh, fireman carry Cog and uh, get up by the others and get get ready to like run. I mean, you're you're next to Vaughn's already, and everyone else is still on the other side. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and the exit is the closest exit that we know of. You. Oh, it's up. It's up yep. above us, isn't up it? Up a level and basically on the other side of the yep. room. Fuck. I'm just gonna, like... How close is the dragon? Can't oh, see us? very much so, yeah. Well, it's within. Okay, yep. I'm just gonna, like, like shrug and half-smile at it and be like, eh. <laughs> okay. Try to try to look as uh, non-threatening as possible. Alright, uh, Vons. Is trying not to look like a snack right now. Alright. Uh, also make a wisdom check. Okay. This has always gone so well in the past. 17, though. Alright. So that puts me to 20. And you even get your plus 2 from hearing. As you hear that the thing that was near you and stopped for a minute appears to be walking towards you again. Well, that's a problem. Yeah, what do you do with your turn? (laughs) Um, I can't see it yet, though. Correct. And from how far away it is, you feel like you should be able to see it based on your hearing. Oh, weird. So I don't have a target for this pointy thing in my hand. No. You can use your hearing to try to, with that role especially... You can have a rough idea of where it is and try firing, but um, also make another intelligence check or make an intelligence check. An intelligence check is slightly better. That's a uh, prime attribute on a... Ooh, but I rolled a two. Okay. 
Yeah, you don't have a target. The 20 is right there, you stupid piece of plastic. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I don't have a target. I'm not going to risk firing a fancy poisoned arrow at a uh, uh, obscure, like, nothing. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Well, who knows where that arrow is going to go. Uh, Vonda's recent actions have been a flurry of just random-ass behavior, so <laughs> hurling stuff everywhere today. Um, if not glue, then firecrackers that somehow make dragons. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> He's very confused. He's going to need, like, some therapy after this, I think. But, so you're just holding your um, action until you know where that thing is, or and and I want to get like a a good idea about what the dragon's thinking too, because like Vaughn's feels very snackable right now and doesn't want to. Be. Okay, uh, make a wisdom check. Eighteen. All right. On the die, you are skittish by nature, and. Paranoid by nature, but this dragon appears to kind of be listening to both Erosine and Grix and like genuinely paying attention. Although that's a first it start. Is kind of, you can see. I think with that, you can see its eyes tracking something in the room, but you're not sure what. Okay. okay. But it's very much like a situational, so... situational awareness, like looking between several points. Okay. Sure. So the dragon seems to know something I don't. I'm fine with that. Um, I'm going to cautiously buddy up to... Cog's still in, like, reasonable range, right? He's untying... Oh, or, sorry, Grix. Grix. Yeah, Grix, Grix is, is still in... Grix is literally right next to you. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm just going to... Um, I'm just going to get real close to them. And uh, hopefully that demonstrates to everything nearby that we're <laughs> tight. Okay. Uh, all right. I think. Uh, is there a universal sign for like? I'm with them. This is cool. <laughs> like, do dragons perceive a thumb up or something <laughs> of that nature? Vaughn is going to do his best to smile without looking too toothy. Okay. Um. Cool. So that was everyone, I think, except for Jasper, who I think is mostly just can't really do anything right now. So, um. All right. So Erisine made a charisma check. It uh -huh. was pretty great. Uh -huh. um, Seems my dice roller is back to uh, giving me both positives and negatives. Okay, uh, Erisine, there's a dragon coming towards you. Rather quickly. And it has its claws towards you. I'm gonna just like lift up my arms so it can like pick me up more easily and be like, are you helping? Uppy. Uppy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to be like, are you helping? Uh, you aren't getting a response in time for this to happen. Wealthy, what are you doing? A dragon's flying at you. Oh, God. Um, I have, um, you know what? Well, you, gonna, you see Ericene's I, body I'm, language. I'm going to duck behind Ericene and grab one of her legs, grab her leg. So in okay. case, in case it's coming at... Whatever it's going to do, I'm going with Erisine. All right. Uh, I think Jasper kind of puts his arms next to his side and essentially stands at attention. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's guessed what Erisine's doing. But... Mm -hmm. 
is freaked out. Um, cool. Uh, so you get grabbed in a flyby mm-hmm. by a giant ass dragon. And I grab so hard. Yeah. Uh, wealthy, I think you kind of have one. I guess, toe around, like, your upper shoulder, sort of. <laughs> but you're, you're holding on to Ericene with probably all of your limbs it, at this uh, point. Yes, is really I'm, what's I'm, keeping I'm, you up in the air. I'm wrapped around Ericene's leg. Um, uh, can I say one more thing before? Sure, yeah. Um, I'm going to be like, can you take us uh, over there? And I'm going to point up to where I know that the... Uh, <laughs> the exit is. The, the exit is. And I'm going to be like, the way to get out is up there. Okay, uh, you get a response. Whatever happens with that, I will, I'm sure, find out next turn. Uh, yeah, um, you get a response, though, of, okay, but how combat trained are your friends? Hey, Bonds <laughs> and Grix. Yeah. I guess Bonds, actually, because the other two people on the catwalk are Cobalts. <laughs> hey, Bonds, remember that walking that was moving towards you and was really fucking close? Yeah. It's there now. <laughs> Can I tell where it is yet? Do I have a target? Uh, it appears to be basically over you. <laughs> and... What? This is this has not been a good feel before. Vons, you do remember, now that this thing is on top of you, that those creatures down below appear to not be inherently visible. Uh-huh. <sighs> so Vons can tell that it's effectively on top of him yeah it appears to be standing over you and it is something is about to happen but i did we were talking about maybe you're just holding your action until you have a target you think this is as close as you're gonna get all right so yes vaughn's points in a direction uh at 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 the center mass which i imagine is straight up everything likes to feed with its mouth facing down in this place what's the deal with that um, all right, you point straight up, give or take. Uh, I guess make another intelligence check or wisdom intelligence. Okay. Uh, well, I just rolled a one, so. All right. In that case, uh, roll an attack. Wisdom roll. or intelligence. Um, Vaughn's panic must be getting to him. Yeah. Um, roll an attack roll. An attack roll is. Uh, 1d6, yeah. I think. No, that's damage. Uh, or it's um, wait, it's a d20 it a plus 1 for you, because that's your base to hit, plus your dexterity okay. bonus, or your modifier. Okay. So, and does it matter that dex is a prime attribute? No. Okay, well, I rolled an 18 on the die, so plus the 1, plus numbers. A good roll. <sighs> roll. I also panicked, though. Uh, roll a d6. Okay. The D6 just hit, got a six. All right. Well, hell. Um, looking up so many things this session. Uh, all right. Uh, Vons, you hear you hear your bolt squish into something. And you can see it sticking out at an angle. Oh. That bolt kind of sweeps towards you. What's your AC? Ooh. My AC. Um, uh, I see on the... Uh, I think that's... Is it in the shield? What the the number? What's in the shield on the on the? Yeah, sheet? that's your AC. Probably, yeah. Okay, then that's eleven. Okay. And I think he's wearing a little hat. <laughs> if that matters, it matters when something attacks your head. Uh, Vons, mm-hmm. you 
you feel something kind of hesitate and then clamp down on your leg. And you take... My leg? Yeah, you take five damage. Oh, no. Um, does the... Can I tell what my uh, poisoned bolt thing is doing? You might be able to once I find the poison chart. I said it was level one poison. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, you're not sure exactly. Um, okay. And that was that thing's turn. There's still a lot of panic. Okay. You can all kind of hear the echo on the grating now from a bunch of different places. Mm. Um, and Vons is going to yelp in reaction to the... Okay. The thing. Little fox yelp. To the, <laughs> to the bite. Broadcasting that danger's over here, I guess. Okay. Um, Alright, and that was everything. So, first off, Erisene and Wealthy. You are in A Dragon's um, Talons. I'm gonna be like, they can handle themselves for, you know, like, a few seconds... It, even if all you do is take us up to the next level up, that would be really, really helpful. <laughs> and, like, I mean, super, like, honorable and, like, noble of you, <laughs> honestly. Like, you don't know us. <laughs> I asked, Ran dragons are famous for their love of pandering. <laughs> if you go by a smog as a touch point, yes, actually. Yeah, that's um, true. Sure. <laughs> Both him and Cumberbatch. <laughs> All right. Uh, wealthy, what you doing? Uh, I or, just, did you want to do anything physical? You're kind of hanging I'm, from a dragon. I'm hanging from, not a lot you can do. I'm hanging from Aracene and just clutching on for dear life. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just like, chilling. Just chilling out. All right. Um, well, uh, Grix, what are you doing? Uh, Grix is, uh, uh, I've got Cog with me, and we're both we're both in bad shape, or not not suited for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna run, uh, away from the spider. Away from the spider is the rope that... bridge back to the inside. Oh, okay. So literally, it has yes. us pinned. Okay, cool. I thought we were like okay. Never mind. Um, fun, fun. In that case, I'm going to uh gently drop Cog and. Try to blast it with uh, my last uh, um, or my only. Uh, uh, um, can I remind you? Uh, you have a potion. Color spray. Yes. Cool. Yes, you can. You already did remind me that, so I think that'll be near the top of my head. Um. Yeah. Forget. Forget color spray. I'm. I'll chuck my okay, potion. Okay. Let's one d eight temporary. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, roll one d eight, or actually, bonds. Roll one d eight. Oh, damn it. <laughs> You're the one who makes them. <laughs> three. You have okay. three temporary hit points, Grix. Woo! Okay. I almost doubled my hit points. Um, Vons, what you doing? <laughs> um, how does Vons feel? Is he able to focus and do all the things? He's, uh... Follow he's... your heart, yes. <laughs> And do I still have the one damage? How recently was this one damage that's on my sheet been here? Uh, I don't remember where Did you that, got it from. Was that before the long rest? or? I think it was from before the long rest. So, well, yeah, you don't have one damage. The listeners are welcome to uh, ravage me in the comments if, if this nope. was after oh. the long rest. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
Tweet at us. Nope. <laughs> hey, any any tweets are good tweets, right? No. Nope. That, that is yep. super not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, tweet at us. I'll take care of it. Okay. So, fine. All right. So, he still has the majority of his hit points. Yep. Um, uh, reloading takes time and this guy is right on top of me and what have I got left? <laughs> you have a small um, explosive. <laughs> oh, that's that's worked out real well. <laughs> um, nothing nothing has ever gone wrong in using a grenade to attack the thing next to you. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, well, we're not trying to rocket jump here, right? Yeah. Um... Although, don't think I haven't considered it. I think my knife is probably the most appropriate thing right now. Um, okay. Uh, based on the glimpse that I had of them earlier, am, am I aware of what kind of uh, skin these things have? Are they rocking a carapace? You or... couldn't tell. You basically, they were... It was like the magic formed a coating around them. It did not actually illuminate okay. them. So you know their All shape. Right. So... I know their shape, and I I know that that means that it has is it is it clamped onto me right now, or is it? Uh, no, it did it just of, bite and let go. Kind of bite and let go. Yeah, it tried to take a All chunk. Right. It only partially succeeded. You got so a bunch I'm of going caches. to. I'm going to ready my knife. Okay. And uh, swing my paw around to trot like a along the along the grating the the catwalk i'm going to swipe around to see if i can find a leg uh you find a leg are you trying to actually attack Neat. though or are you just feeling around i don't know if i get to grab and attack at this in the same go oh are you trying to grab it but i i definitely want to like grab it and uh get ready to remove parts Okay, uh, you roll an intelligence check, please. Okay. That's a seven on the die plus one uh, plus three, so I'm at 11 on a primary stat. Okay, you managed to find a leg, but you can't get like a hand on it this round, and mm. searching was your round. Um, and you sure. can feel it kind of shifting around, but like you can roughly keep track of it now. Cool. Um, that was Vaughn's. Grix was doing what? Sorry. And you, you chugged your potion, right? Uh, chugged my potion. Okay. Yep. It's the dragon's turn. <laughs> you said a few seconds, right? Uh, Erisene oh. to the dragon about how long you thought oh. Vaughn's and Grix could handle themselves. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, I believe. Yes, I believe I said a few seconds. Okay. We've passed that by far. Well, just hang in there. This is where rounds and time equivalencies break down. Uh, yeah, fair okay, enough. Okay, so uh, the dragon, to get to where you, because you originally pointed to across the room, right? Where you needed to yeah, go? Yeah, basically I said, um, I mean, I pointed toward the, like, where I know that the exit yeah, is. and up. Um, and up. And then I said, you know, even if all we do is get to the other side of the room that would be enough uh at the moment just up up a level okay uh so the dragon because of like the angle it was at because it kind of got to you picked you up 
basically awkwardly like stops and turns around to the places you're pointing, flies over Grix and uh, Cog and Fonz, and so. Oh, that's interesting. No, oh, okay. So, uh, Vons? Mm-hmm. And Grix, you see some sort of mist? Yeah. You, like, you can barely see it wash over your head. Like, just over your head. And Vons, I think you see it um, kind of wash around the shape of that creature in front of you, which stumbles a few steps back as part of it. Oh. And then uh, Erisene oh. and Wealthy... You are half deposited, half tossed onto the um, catwalk on the north side of the room. Oof. Okay. Yeah. It, it's a tumble. It's not uh-huh. damaging. It's just landing on that thing is hard and it's not going to do it. Um, <laughs> all right. And then it's things' turn. Vons and Grix. I'm going to be like, thank you. Can you get the others? <laughs> you get this vibe. Uh, somehow with just like a look over its shoulder of of course i can do that <laughs> what do you think i am <laughs> I can do anything i'm a dragon um it's a lot to convey through the eyes uh but <laughs> it's Va- a very heavy roll <laughs> yeah um so grix and vons i roll not not dice uh grix and vons you um so you saw the shape uh-huh. of that creature kind of stumble back and then uh-huh. You hear and feel more than see. Something thud against okay. some sort of force that bonds you think is pretty much directly in front of you. And then you <sighs> hear like scrabbling. And you notice that some of that really faint mist is hanging in the air in a curtain like right in front of you. Hmm. Well, it's not biting me right now, so that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um... Things scramble about. That's in the flowchart. Is it biting you right now? No. Ever seen in Wealthy? You you can pick yourselves up and do something this round if you want. Um, um How far away? Yeah, I we? mean I I pick myself up. You are from what? First from, off. From Vaughn's and um uh, and Grix. Probably a few hundred feet, given the size of the room and the fact that you're now up a level. Okay. Um are we within hundred and fifty feet? No. No, fuck. Okay. Well, I can't do anything. I'm going to ready magic missile. Okay. Just in case, Just in case something, something happens. Near you. Okay. Uh, Grix and Vons. What yeah. you doing? Or Erisene, sorry. Were you doing anything? Uh, besides yelling thank oh. you? No, I'm literally just, you know, I'm, I'm just being my usual uh, extremely pleasant uh, self. All right. And then... Uh, yeah, so uh, Grix and Vons. There's a mist hanging yeah, in front so of Yeah, so there's you. a... There's something thudding and scrabbling against it. There's a fucking dragon yeah. that you think was carrying Erisene and Wealthy, and now you can't see them anymore. <laughs> and Jaspar, who is also there. Right, but it seemed friendly, so... Uh, it appears to be turning back your direction. We're safe right now? Okay, great, great. I'm gonna pick up Cog again and wait for... Uh, Wait for the uh, uh, bronze dragon airlift. Okay. Copper, bronze, brass. Bronze. Bronze. Uh, Vons. So uh, Vons is aware that the thing that he was fighting against is now doing something else. Yes. 
can he see that uh, that chunk of arrow sticking out anymore? Yeah, that, it appears to be kind of jerking back and forth behind this curtain of mist. You see it pretty much as far as you can tell. Like, basically go up to it. That's when you hear thuds and scrabbling. And then, like, step back. Go up to it. Thuds, scrabbling. As curious as Vaughn's is about why it's doing that, I think he's much more excited to get out of here. Okay. So he, he sees Grix getting ready to, to get airlifted out of here. Uh, how many claws does this dragon have? I mean, it has two feet. Yeah. Yeah, but... Oh. Two grippers. Okay. But uh, Cog and yeah. I are small. You're okay. small. So he... he, he he can he can airlift with his front and back. Uh, well, he has two legs, things. and Grix and Va- Grix and Cog are essentially considered one unit. If right, Grix is holding on to them. Basically, I think Grix is probably just like bear hugging Cog yeah. again. Like, yeah, which means that right. when the grip closes around them, they'll get squished together. But you know right. what? A lo- two minutes of discomfort versus spider thing eating me sounds great yeah i imagine he'll be ginger and like cautious i bet as as much as possible we don't know the gender of this dragon oh that's fair that's fair dragons transcend gender they are all genders at the same time and none of them it's impressive well (laughs) given that they've discovered that some female condors can make um can uh spontaneously get pregnant without um, a male. Dragons can be anything they uh-huh. want. Ooh, immaculate yes, conception. They can do it. It's awesome. It's, it, it, apparently it's <laughs> a really Jesus. big deal because it hasn't been found in yep. in birds yet. Cool. Sweet. Um, but all right. So, Vons, it sounds like you're just getting ready to be airlifted. Uh, yeah, that's the hope. All uh, right. But he's still real nervous about it. Cool. So, yeah, he's going to get, like, make sure that he's connected with... Uh, Vons and Grix. Although the question here is, if uh, if Vons gets his own dragon claw to be lifted by, would it be smarter to have a little bit of distance? Or um, th- that's why I'm asking how many. You don't know. You, from looking at it as it swoops towards you, you think maybe taking a. Well, you don't really have any room to spread out, actually, because you were both right next to each other. So. Oh right. Okay. You well, I'll let the dragon figure it out. Take then. a step back, maybe. But yeah, sort side to side, you wouldn't have any change. Um, all right. I'll just do my best not to be pointy. All right. Well, Vons and Grix, a dragon is swooping towards you. Woo! And you are suddenly surrounded by claw and foot, and it's all bonkers, and you feel yourself lifting up in the air. I think you have a bit of a view as um, it appears to be taking you to the other side of the room from where Erosine and Wealthy are, but can also feel it banking pretty much right away. Sure. As it does that, you see what sure looks a hell of a lot like a giant lightning bolt fly from its mouth onto the spot you were on. And you know how I said these were made of metal? Uh You just see that lightning travel all up and down and around this catwalk. Oh. And uh, you briefly see the outline of some giant spider thing that appears to be jerking around. It's not having a good time. Electrocuted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's dancing. Yeah, that's it. Bug zapper. Um, all right. You all continue to hear echoing from down below. And as you are being carried 
kind of like along the catwalk next to you while you're still next to the uh, the third floor instead of the fourth where Aristine and Wealthy are. Or the second floor instead of the third. Uh-huh. No. Third instead of whatever. <laughs> One down from the top. Whatever. We got yeah. it. Um, cool. Wealthy and Aracene and Jaspar. Um, you see the dragon. Can we hear anything? Like, can we hear stuff over here or no? No, you don't hear anything next to you or near you. Okay. Um, at least not obvious. And there's so much noise in the room, but like, yeah, you don't think there's anything near you. Uh, so you see that dragon appears to be swooping around towards the side that you pointed it to originally. Okay. And what do you do? Um, I'm going to be like, bring them over here. And I'm waving my arms. You can come. T- you can come too. How big is this dragon? Can you remind me? It's 24 feet long. We'll figure it out. Uh, Aerosene, shouldn't we run to the oh, door? Oh, it's like an Ikea bookshelf. You have to build it in the room. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll run to the, I'll, I'll, I'll run, I'll run to the. Okay. You, you all start running. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll run to the door. Okay. Um, Grixon Vons, you're yeah. in a dragon. It's claws. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to try to do anything? Uh. Oh, you were here. Uh, I'm just gonna politely say, uh, well, uh, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, we, uh, we really, uh, we appreciate the help, and uh, uh, anything you can do to, to uh, uh, reunite us with our friends, uh, we're, we'll be happy to help you in any way you need as well. Vaughn's just mutters a somewhat shell-shocked eep. <laughs> okay, it's a friendly eep. I don't think Vaughn's is impressing this dragon. <laughs> Probably not. Um, all right, the dragon continues to swoop. It tosses, it tosses um, both of you, or I think it actually sets you down next to the door out of here. It would sure be awesome if the dragon didn't like throw an unconscious. That's, that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> you all are lucky this giant thing isn't crushing you. I'm not sure it has a good sense of scale for tiny creatures. No, that's creatures. fair. I just, you know, it's cool. Um, but all right, so you get landed, and it. <laughs> It tries to, like, perch on that railing next to you, and the railing just crumbles and it scrambles a little bit, manages to get on the actual catwalk. It's, like, ducking <laughs> down. It doesn't look happy. More stuff. Um, Erisene, Wealthy, and Jaspar. If you are running, you make it. Yes. To the okay, door. yes. Or at least close enough. Um, your dragon friend stops being a dragon. Being a dragon oh. is for suckers, apparently. And turns into what looks like an exceedingly tall, strong human of some sort. Holy! I'm like, I stop, um, and I, we, even though we have not seen dragons, like, I don't know that I have, have met or seen a dragon recently, um, I will, uh, Jasper and I have been, uh, given to understand uh what etiquette one should use when one uh meets a person that one knows is a dragon um <laughs> or at least someone stop. of extremely high station yes or at least someone of extremely high station um i will stop uh and i will do um a deep bow and say uh thank you uh, it, what what sort of what 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 manner of 
person uh, is this? You said human, but um, extremely androgynous, which is okay, impressive. That's cool. I'm also not wearing any clothing. <laughs> nice. It is hard um, to do both of those. Yeah, it's it's a neat trick. It's a neat trick to be both androgynous and uh, naked. It's 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 really great. Um, I will, um, you know, I'll take off my, well, you know, I'm probably much smaller than them. So probably offering them, uh, my coat isn't gonna really do a whole lot. Uh, I'll bow. I'll at least bow and say, uh, thank you, uh, kind dragon. Uh, I'm Ericene of, uh, Arx Multimus. Um, um, we appreciate your help just ever so much. Uh, Ericene, make a charisma check, and everyone, including Ericene again, make a wisdom check. That would be a 14. 11? Um, 14 total. Okay. I rolled an... I rolled a 12 plus 6 is 18. Damn, that's for your wisdom check or your charisma? Jesus. For my charisma. Okay. Oh. Cool, and then roll a wisdom check as well. Ooh, that one's even better. I rolled a 19 plus 5. Uh, you are kind of, you know, you're bowing, but you kind of keep your eyes on dragon person. You register a look of confusion when you say Arx Multimus. Like, it's very brief. And then it goes back to just kind of being haughty and uncaring. But, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I was given to think you needed to leave. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. we do. Like um, I come with us? Door. Sure kind of want to kill everything right. in this room as well but you look like you might need a rear guard it's more that it's difficult to get out of here so if you don't we come with us it might be difficult for you to get out of here as well mm. very well and you head out the door yes and that's yes. we'll end our session <laughs> oh thank god vons is uh vons is as he heads out the door asks did 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 i just make a dragon <laughs> We'll find out next time on Primary Attribute. <laughs> Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard. If you want to see the website, that's primaryattribute.com. If you want to write us letters of complaint or questions or concerns, or maybe you're just really worried about us and want to see what's going on, you can write to letters at primaryattribute.com. If you want to see our Facebook page, that's at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod. Our Twitter is at primeattribute. Not primary attribute, prime attribute. Don't get it confused. If you want to see our dank memes, that's at primaryattribute.tumblr.com. And Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our logo was designed by me. That's Adam. Our theme music was composed by Erin. She's awesome. Editing this week was by Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Thank you.
Malcolm Gladwell is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you, and that's heard the it. stinger at the end of the episode. Yeah, you heard it here first. We what? don't like Malcolm Gladwell. It's a really hot take <laughs> that no one has had. What can you do right now to help you love yourself? Fucker. Okay. I love how positive that robot is. <laughs> That's great. I thought I had shut it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's Adam's positive affirmations for himself, and I love it every time yeah. that it happens on the podcast. But when I'm sitting in his uh on his couch and it happens directly in my ear, it scares the shit out of me <laughs> every single time. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And then once you pry it's her off o'clock. the ceiling. Have you considered that maybe something is about to happen? <laughs> no, I I didn't. I didn't. Thanks. Thanks, Google. <clears throat> All right. oh I'll my just God. change it for the next time you're over so that it just like yells murder or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great that's a great way to keep a friend. <laughs> Seven o'clock, time for murder. <laughs> Remember, you need to clear out your closet and three more murders. <laughs> I will assimilate you all. Oh, what a nice anyway. Fifteen twenty feet. That would be a okay. great time to take a break and eat. Adam, do you need a snack? God, I thought I silenced that thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I thought I turned that oh, off. Oh no! This is the spook snackular. <laughs> <laughs>